are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sembrano. Host of Locked On Rays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, the number one local sports daily podcast network. You can find Locked On Rays on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Himalaya, and online at fanstreamsports.com and the Fanstream Sports app. And when you get in your car, tell your smart device to play Locked On Rays. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Rays. Well, if you haven't noticed, we do have some new bumper music, a little freshening up background music. We figured it was time for a little little refresh, recycle, little little hipper theme, if you will. I like I, it, so I like it, but I miss the the old one. I'm not gonna lie. I, I kinda shed a tear. There was a, a moment of silence for the other music. I used to dance to it. I don't know if you did, but you know, I well, I used to love it, man. We've had it for a while. I mean, several yeah. several months. I would say almost a year now, right? It seems like it's been it's been our friend throughout yeah. this whole COVID thing, and maybe other people already jammed to it as well on their morning routines or afternoon delights. Who knows? I'm tell I'm telling you what. If the Rays keep losing, we might have to switch it back yes. because I did notice that. The Rays did lose on the first day. We have this new, more hip-hop uh, intro music. By the way, listener Phil McCray gave us a shout-out today. He said uh, he liked the old intro, but also likes the new one, thinks the new one is cool. Also, we had okay. a – yeah, we also um, – the father of one of this year's Rays draft picks really, really complimented us on the intro a couple weeks ago, so I hope – we don't hurt his feelings too much. I think people will warm up to it. If we have to, okay. if we have to go democratic with it and put a poll up, do you like the new one, old one? There you go. I'm fine with that as well. So, okay. You know, the Sounds Locked On good. Podcast Network is trying to uh, hype things up a little bit, if you will. But we're a, a podcast uh, for the people, by the people. Uh, so, you know, whatever they, they tell us, we'll, we'll, we'll listen. That is that that is true. We do listen to the listeners. Um, I, I, I keep putting this off. I keep putting off having to talk about a Rays loss, but we might well, as well go ahead and me do too. it. <laughs> uh, the Rays lose 6-4 to four, uh, to the Toronto Blue Jays to split the four-game wraparound series. Uh, we're recording this on Monday night, so just an FYI on that. Uh, on the bright side, we've reached the halfway mark of the season, and the Rays are a really, really solid 1911. You do some simple math there, extrapolate that to 60 games, 38 and 22. So not a bad halfway point to be Ulysses. We were talking about how it would be really nice to get 35, 36 wins. So if you extrapolate to 38, that's that's a pretty good number. Uh, that's higher than 35. Last mm-hmm. time I checked, they they look good. The problem is, how can they weather the storm with yes. this rash of injuries? Uh, it, it's it's been one day after the other, and guess what? Today, KK <laughs> takes a 93 mile an hour fastball off a dude. I think that legit got him on the ankle bone. I mean, that looked yeah. nasty. Right I, in the Nike logo. 
yeah, I, I, I could not take that. I would be in the in the fetal position, crying. Uh, just nope, nope. Like, you, take, you take me think off. about it he like stayed. this. He stayed. He stayed in in there. Ridiculous. Like yeah. you drop an apple on that part <laughs> of the foot, that hurts. Like you're like almost shedding a tear. Yeah, I couldn't imagine a 93 mile an hour fastball. I know you've got a cleat on it and everything like that, but that's still <laughs> a lot of bare bone there, if you will, on that. Hit the the end of a table with your pinky toe. You see stars, bro, and yeah. and you say the nastiest things. Uh, so yeah, no, it, unbelievable that he stayed in. But hopefully, um, uh, X rays are negative, and, and they are. Mm-hmm. So a day off tomorrow. Cash said after after the game, maybe it'll be fine. How do you evaluate this game? Because even though the Rays lost, I still saw a lot of positives from it. I think there were plenty of positives. I think two big positives were how Blake Snell pitched today. I think, you know, that last fastball, it was just bad pitch selection. He should have thrown an off-speed pitch, get him with the breaking ball, 0-2 count, Gurriel's aggressive. I mean, he admitted it in the postgame that he should have done. Exactly. And by the way, I know we like to have a lot of fun with Blake Snell on this show, as everybody mm-hmm. should, because he gives you uh, a, a lot of content. But I am loving this Blake Snell of 2020 with his interviews after the game. I, I, I've i yet to remember, except for Tommy Pham, another player who is as honest as Blake Snell is mm-hmm. in his Blake Snell way. He just tells you what it is, how he's feeling, and it's an amazing thing to watch. Really, I, I commend Blake for what he's doing after the postgame show. So it, 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 it's amazing. He's entertaining. That's yeah. for sure. He's entertaining. Um, yeah, Snell, I thought some things with the bats as well. Sutsugo coming around, hitting a home run. Three walks. My goodness. Could we see uh, a little spark here? Three walks and a home run. That tells me something. He's seen the the, mm-hmm. the the ball pretty well. So can I mean you need to get Yoshi going? And I know that four bombs is is pretty good. I mean tied yeah. with Renfro and Zunino, but you got to get that one seventy eight average up, get that production a little bit higher. So hopefully this is a game that you know propels them to to do better things. Yeah, I think settling in a little bit and being able to see the Blue Jays now. I mean, mm-hmm. this is what, second, third time through, finally getting some familiarization with the pitchers helped as well. Um, Zanino, couple hits there. Yeah. Not bad. Willie yeah. Adamas. I mean, we have not talked about Willie Adamas this season with his bat really at all. And right. he's batting darn near 300 with a 900 plus OPS. Not to mention, he's shown a lot of power this season. I mean, yeah. case in point, uh, the game, the the 6-4 loss, where he takes a fastball the other way off the, the right field foul pole. My goodness. I mean, he's, it, it, and he's hitting it really all over the place. Like, I, I told you he has 25-30 home run potential, of course, over the course of a 162-game season. I'll give you 25, Pop. I don't think he's a 30-homer guy. I'll give you 25 with the okay. juiced ball. But the struggles at home persist. Mm-hmm. Coming into this game, he had a 200 average with a 614 OPS. Not fantastic compared to right. a 347 on the road and a 1051 OPS. So what is it about Willie and the Trop? Uh, we don't know. Today yeah. he did well. Hopefully, again, just like Yoshi, this is a game that propels him to do 
a little bit better. Uh, but yeah, he's he's done phenomenally uh, th- this whole season w- with the bat. Just gotta you know tighten up the the glove work a little bit. He's he's done amazing plays sometimes, right. but. You know, you, uh, what is it, six errors or five errors so far this season? you, yeah. you got to tighten that up. Um, I know it was a day game, Ulysses. Did you have a chance to see the Rays' new acquisition, Edgar Garcia? The I did. Reliever? What did you think? Because I have a, a, I don't know if, in a, if it's an astute observation, a very mm-hmm. dumb one. What, 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 was, what was your perspective on him? I don't know where you're going with this, but we might be thinking along the same lines. First of all, I love his stuff. I love that fastball slider combination. Of course, he's got to be able to command and control it. I mean, two walks and just facing a couple batters there and, and leaving. But I, I also, I liked his tenacity and aggressiveness. It almost kind of reminded me a little bit of Fernando Rodney. He has, okay. the, the, he has the, the, the ball cap tipped to the side a little bit. Also yeah. hustling on that plate of first. Yeah covering i mean you, you like nice. to see that i think we got to remember he's just 23 years old i think i think yeah. the phillies just gave up on him way too quick and i mean it's not like the phillies aren't necessarily well known for a great scouting and analytics and things like that like i think this could be a really solid find for the rays um i don't know about this year and i mean i i know it's a 3-2 ball game but you you don't have a lot of options at this, but you got to throw somebody in. You got to have, you you don't have the the availability of Alvarado or Anderson or somebody like that. So the last four or five games, you've had to go with, you know, bullpen C because bullpen B had pitched the day prior and bullpen A had to, you know, back up bullpen B. So that's, what's been happening. You know, going back to Garcia though, perfectly said, love this stuff. It, it, it's good stuff. What he has, I, yeah. I, that fastball, I think it was 94, 95 had it's, some movement. Yeah. And it seems uh, like it comes out faster too. Like then it really, then it shows on the radar gun. If you will, his, his, his build, I don't know, makes it look like it's a faster fastball. Mm-hmm. It's, it's more intimidating coming from him and not Rodney came to mind, but actually a righty Alvarado, great stuff, but can you command it? Can you actually take, that baseball and put it where you actually want to to place that 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 baseball inside that strike zone or outside the strike zone if you want it to be outside of the zone so that that's what came to mind just it seems like the rays have had this idea of look do you have stuff we'll work with you yes We'll, we'll, we'll work it out. Do you have a fastball? What, what do you have? What can you offer? We're going to make that pitch one of the best pitches in baseball, but just throw that. So yes. what are they going to do with Garcia? He's 23. The Phillies gave up uh, on a young 23-year-old. Guess what? The Pirates gave up on, on a young Tyler Glass now, too, and an Austin mm-hmm. Meadows, too. So baseball clubs not all think the same. That's right. what's happening. Well, you look at the Orioles. I mean, half their team are cast-offs and other teams trash, and they're finding a way to, to come together. I will say, Edgar Garcia not being able to get out of that seventh inning there, I mean, it ultimately led to Aaron Loop coming in, and then you have Zanino's catcher interference. If that if that catcher interference doesn't happen, I'd have to look at the replay. I don't know if it was a bad call or a good call. Either way, I think that was the huge turning point in that game. Of because you assume that Aaron Loop is able to get Biggio out. But by not being able to get Biggio out, you've got the three batter minimum thing. You've got righty Grechuk up. 
what does he do? Hits a three-run home run, and, and that's the game right there pretty much. You can look at it two ways. The first way to look at it is, okay, catcher's interference is never called, so this one should have been blatant if they called it, right? The second way is they never call a catcher's interference. How could they call that catcher's interference? Mm-hmm. I, so I, I don't know. I've, I've heard a couple things on the internet saying, yay, nay, from what I saw – I think it was. It looked like not, he was reaching a little bit, he, trying to get like, the strike. Yeah, it, 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 because, again, you have a young pitcher there. Uh, you want to get out of the inning, uh, you know. And it's it, not just because we're trying to crush on Zanino. We're not just no. trying to, to <laughs> take his day of two hits away and everything right. like that. Like, right. yeah, It looked like he was kind of outreaching a little bit. Either yes. way, I mean, Biggio just seems to kill the Rays time and again. I don't know what it is. This He is just a ball player. He's going to be good for so many years to come. Yes. It is going to be. That whole lineup. Yeah. That whole lineup. It, it, it's a mean lineup. It's going to be there for years. Uh, this team is going to get tougher. Um, this season series ended six games to four the Rays' favor, but there were a couple walk-offs. You know, uh, so <laughs> they there were tied ball games, and if you look at the run differential, if you look at the starter ERA, bullpen ERA, I mean, some were even better for the Jays than for the Rays. So it, it, this is going to be an interesting team to have in the division, competing with the Red Sox, with I guess a surprising Orioles, mm-hmm. and obviously the evil, evil empire of the New York Yankees. And that is why I wouldn't mind having expanded playoffs, sixteen teams. <laughs> I know we disagree with that, but I thought I would throw that in there. Uh, all right, the Rays next welcome the Baltimore Orioles for a three-game set. We'll discuss that. But first, we've got to tell you about Built Bar. The improved Built Bar is even more delicious than ever before with more options. They have six new flavors to bring to the plate, bringing you a total of 18 different options. Ulysses, do you want to hear about these six new delicious flavors? Bring it on. Of course. Uh, We've got caramel brownie, Mm. cookies and cream. We've got cherry, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisp. Are you a carrot cake guy? See, I am not, but I can guarantee you this. I probably most definitely would like the carrot cake built bar flavor. Same. I'm not a carrot cake guy. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Like, I'm not a huge mint guy but when i had the the mint built bar i was blown away like all all these are good i I mean i can i can guarantee you that we can guarantee you that for sure um here's what you need to know built bars are covered in a hundred percent chocolate they're soft and easy to chew maybe more importantly they're healthy they're great for losing or maintaining weight while indulging in a delicious treat they're low calorie low sugar high protein high fiber great for the keto diet as well. If you look at, uh, we've got the coconut almond here to profile 18 grams protein, 180 calories, five grams sugar, five grams net carbs. Those are Brandon Lau-esque stats. Fernando Tatis-esque stats. That's right. Like Trout-esque stats, if you will. Uh, <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, go to builtbar.com and use promo code locked on, and that'll get you $10 off your next order. Again, use promo code locked on for $10 off at builtbar.com. Also, they're giving away free coolers with purchase while supplies last. So be sure you go to builtbar.com in order right away. Ulysses, 
your boy D Rob, one <laughs> Daniel Robertson, has found a new home. Look at that. Yeah. On the West Coast, the San Francisco Giants have added him, actually traded for him for a player to be named later or cash considerations with the Rays. I don't know how that happened, but. From bay to bay, Daniel Robertson, the face of the franchise, meets the face of the franchise. He's he's back in his home state. Right. Again, just needs a couple at-bats to get that uh, to get that prop bet going in my favor there. Again, a little three for seven action or something like that. Two for five. Whatever, as long as it's above 250, I'll take it. Yeah, um, I don't think that's happening, number one. Okay. Number two, because he's uh, apparently supposed to be going to the alternate site for the Giants. He's not reporting with the Major League Club, at least not yet. Oh, I can guarantee he will be with the Big League Club. Wow. I will guarantee this. Again. He's going to pinch hit for Elongo in the eighth or something? I mean, you're joking. I get that you're joking there, <laughs> but look at this Giants infield, okay? okay You've got Evan me. Longoria, who's near 35 years old. Uh-huh. You've got Pablo Sandoval, who's in his mid-30s and right. out of shape, and that's putting it nicely. Or MVP. Okay, yeah. keep going. Shortstop Brandon Crawford is 33. Uh-huh. Donovan Solano, who came out of nowhere, how much longer is he going to be able to heat up? He's 32 years old. You need, like you said, D-Rob has four gloves. You need that utility glo- uh, utility guy, especially with an infield full of mid-30s guys that can step in and help out in a pinch here or there. I'll, I'll give you this. Number one, they have the DH, so you might want to you know, give Pablo uh, a day off from being on his feet. You might want to give Longoria a day mm-hmm. off his feed or Crawford. So, yeah, I, I can see how Daniel uh, Robertson could fit in that. I just don't think the 250 is still going to happen. But let's talk about how I think conspiracy theory here. I know we haven't had a conspiracy theory in a while. Uh-huh. Here's mine. The Rays front office, I think, are pretty nice guys. Explain. And, and Longo, where is he from? California. What do they do with him? They tell him ahead of the time, hey, we're going to trade you. Uh, we're going to trade you to a competitor, but very far away in another league. So you don't have that animosity that ultimately happened with David Price, that happened right away with, with Carl Crawford. You're our guy. We're going to send you very far away. So fans and you can just keep that love. Right. And by the way, we're going to give you to your home state where you're going to be close to your family. Now, I know Daniel Robertson has none of the accolades that uh, Evan Longoria has with the race, but he has been with the race for now a, a handful of years, maybe half a decade now. That's at least crazy. in the system. It, it seems like every year we've been talking about him, and he, here's his year, this is it, and it never really happens. Exactly. So the, he's been there with the, with the team for a while, and they're like, okay, look, we're going to have to trade you. And I bet that the first uh you know phone call that they did with was the giants california look you guys have an old infield we have a young guy we just don't have the spot for him do you guys think we can make something happen and what do the giants say sure player to be named later cash considerations and the Rays were like done just yeah get him to his family let let him be there that's my theory and also they're probably taking advantage of a front office in the giants 
which is not as shrewd or as very <laughs> smart as some others. I mean, they would take on the Evan Longoria contract and uh, they would take on, I guess they must have really needed some utility infield help because you could have just Hunter Pence got DFA'd, didn't he? Yeah, he's been, I mean, I think he's he's been hitting worse than uh, Zanino this season. Batting yeah, under I, th- I, I, that, 37 I think he got years DFA'd. Yeah. That's so crazy because he had such a good year last yeah. year, too. He was an all-star, wasn't he, last yeah. year? I mean, For he was the, playing like, darn near close to it. Yeah. I mean, should should we get this out of the way? Should we spill the beans on your vendetta against D-Rob? Or do you want to keep not it yet, a secret? Not yet, buddy. Okay. I, not yet. You that, think he's going to make a, a renaissance with the Rays at some point again? Everything has its time and place, Kevo. Uh, can I just say this? I mean, I can cut this out if I want. Or, or if you want me to cut I'm, this out, I can. Um, I'm going to ask you to cut it, yeah. Okay. Let, <laughs> let's just say that, you know, D-Rob, sometimes he can't be bothered, you know? That's a good way to put it. Sometimes he can't be bothered. You know, there's, I'm sure there, there, there's, there was a time where... I will say this. Again, Daniel Robertson is just 26 years old. We have to remember this. How he old could, was Nick Franklin when he got DFA'd? I don't know. Probably around the uh, same age, I'm guessing. Probably around the same age, buddy. Like, okay. <laughs> He's never going to live up to the first round hype. I get that. 100%. But the thumb injury in 2018, the knee injury in 2019, I think he can at least find his way around a 40 man roster. I don't think he'll ever be a starter, but he'll, he'll get to the point where he's like every year. Oh, he's in uh, this camp again. He's in that, like he's going to go the way of Matt Duffy where Matt Duffy's just going to go around from camp to camp. I think. Um, yeah, yeah, Something I can see that happening. Things. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, that, that, if that's it, it's definitely, uh, no. you know, a loss. Yeah. well, D Rob, <laughs> I, I'm gonna miss our criticisms and our ongoing I know. chatter about D Rob. The Rays just have too many better players. Sorry, it's, they do. It is what it, it is. They're a good team. They're 19 and 11, Kevin. Yeah. Now, if you if you had if I had told you right before the season started, hey, they're going to be 19 and 11 by 30 games. Would you have signed up for that? Absolutely, 100. percent I mean, I was saying I would have been happy with 36 wins on the season, and they're on pace for that and, and more so. Of course, you know, the the run that they had, of course, they there was a run where they had lost, what, five straight games, and they go on this winning streak. Like, you got it. I, I feel like you've got to be a little bit more consistent yeah. in that instead of these kind of, you can't expect that where you're going to, you know, win nine of 10 on a road trip, like you've got to kind of, yeah, well, it'll, it'll ba- balance itself. It'll balance itself out. I mean, when you go, zero and five on a road trip, then nine to one. And then you're like, okay, okay I'll, I'll tell you this. I that's nine and six right there. I'm not as surprised about the fact that the Rays are 19 and 11 right now, as I am that the Orioles are 14 and 14, that they're still 500. It's <laughs> like, pretty that amazing. Is the most amazing thing. It's pretty amazing. Again, it's a team of lowest payroll in baseball. Not surprising there. But it's just a team of castoffs, and they're playing very well. He, here's their waiver claims, okay? Pedro Severino, Hans Alberto, Rio Ruiz, former Rays pitcher Cole Sussler. The Rays could use him about now. Uh, yeah. Sean Armstrong and Travis Lakins. And those guys are all doing very well. And Anthony Santander is just 
He's like he's having a Teoscar Hernandez like year this year. He also might have the the best nickname in baseball. Do you know what that is? No. It's uh Tony Taters, I think. Get out. No, it's Tony not. Taters, Google it. <laughs> I didn't even know that was like I just saw that they they're they're starting to call him Tony Taters. I don't know if he likes potatoes or tater tots or Oh, Maybe it's fake. a new nickname for home runs or extra base hits. I don't know, but that I hit taters. On a jersey. Yeah, there we go. I hit taters. The I little... hit taters all. <laughs> I hit taters all day long. Uh, the little league guy. Um, fantastic. So yeah, the uh, the Orioles are <laughs> oh doing God. well offensively. Pitching wise, they're not that great, but your boy Alex Cobb is is really putting together a nice season. And quite frankly, you know if. I don't know if the Orioles are serious about this season or they might try to leverage some of these pieces that are doing well right now. Right. But I would not mind in the least for the Rays to go after, try to trade for a Michael Givens or a Tanner Scott or I like try Givens. to find I like somebody. Givens, yeah. But I want to, it's his best season and it's, it's coming right now in a short season. Like what's mm. going on there? You know, I haven't really, dove into the the numbers there with givens but that's a little bit of a at least pink flag you know you want to research that alex cobb wouldn't it be nice to have cobber back again in a raise uni but then again that's a lot of money that's tied into cobber so that's not happening the the razor you know what would really suck getting Uh, swept again no the (laughs) orioles well tommy malone your boy is uh pitching uh you know, against the the Rays to open the series. Does he but not look like a mobster? Come on, he looks 100, like a 1920s. 100%. He's out the phone sidekick. Is, no, he would play the capo? nineteen. He would play the nineteen-year-old uh, Capone in a bi- uh, bi- biography movie or documentary. Biopic? Bi- yeah, yeah, no, that's great. One yeah. hundred movie career. You're just in mob movies and mob TV shows. Like you, you've been casted. That that's who you are. <laughs> You know who I also think is in in that Adam Modavino. He also has the the, the name Adam that Modavino. Is true. That's very uh, yeah. good. And he plays hey. for New York. Right? Exactly. He plays for hey, the is my nephew Adam Modavino. Sorry to interrupt your point there. <laughs> I don't know where we were, but no. Uh, I just think you know it's it would really suck if the Rays were to throw a 2010 trade deadline thing, which is everybody's expecting a big bat or a big arm or a reliever of some type, and you get stuck with Chad Qualls. Yeah, like that would be a really big letdown. Like you need to have a couple arms. The, right. Again, we said this yesterday where are the Rays going to be with the IL guys in six, seven days? Okay. That's a big consideration. Like how much is Charlie Morton getting any better? Is Mm -hmm. Oliver Drake getting any better? Like are some, does Nick Anderson, does he really feel as good as he says he does? Or does he say it's as minor of a thing as he says it is like, that's a big question. Is he coming back? Uh, you know, this week is critical for that. Yeah, a hundred percent. So now Neander has the the job of saying, "Guys, you got to tell me the truth. What's going on down there?" And then the coaches and health staff has, you know, have they have to put the the hammer down to the guy saying, "No, you you got to tell us how do you actually feel." Now, don't tell me. Put me in there, coach. You know, with uh, an arm hanging down by by your kneecap. You you, you got to tell me how you yeah. feel. And so that's going to be a very, very difficult thing. And there are some teams that are sellers, especially the Red Sox. Can the Red Sox deal within their division? I don't think so, but there are certainly a couple of guys there. 
that would be of interest to the race. Talk about like power on power. Heim Bloom going up against and trying to work a deal with Eric Neander. Just the minutia nice. of trying to figure to be a fly on the wall Ooh. in that war room right there. Love I, that. And, and we also have to remember, okay, you want something better than Chad Qualls, you're going to have to pay something better than Chad Qualls money. So if you want a decent starter or a decent long relief arm, you might have to part with a Brousseau. You might have to part with a Nate Lowe or somebody like that. So I don't want, I'm just warning Rays fans right now. I don't don't want you coming back and and crying that, Oh, why did we have to trade so-and-so to get so-and-so like, well, I, think, I feel like is, there was a little bit of that with the Nick Anderson trade. Like, oh, why do we have to part with Jesus Lucius Sanchez? And, uh, yeah, yeah, God, Jesus Sanchez and uh, Ryan Stanek. Like, again, hey, again, take this something might to have, get something sometimes. Exactly. Hey, you want player to be named later or you want cash considerations? Trade Daniel Robertson. Yeah. yeah, trade for Edgar Garcia, who who walks two guys every Exactly. Day. So, you know, what are you trading? What, what, what value are you giving up? And so that's going to be the big thing. Uh, you know, hopefully getting off the trade talk, the Rays come out strong uh, against the Orioles. They have a three-game series mm-hmm. at the drop. Let's, you know, tit for tat. You know, let, let's let's be uh, Tyler Taters tomorrow uh, <laughs> with Tyler Glass now going on the mound. Uh, hopefully he can pick it up, man. What is uh, Tyler Glass now's nickname? Can it be Tyler Taters? I think any player... Just stick taters on the end of it. Frenchy taters. Longo taters. Longo taters. Anything taters. I think that's yeah. the I think that's oh the move God. right there. Bam bam taters. That's great. <laughs> I'm confirming. Yes, Anthony Santander. Tony Taters. Oh, that's fantastic. My God. I just Love became it. the biggest fan of Anthony what Santander. It, can you tattoo that on your chest? <laughs> Tony you Taters. To, with a little image of a tater tot or something like that yeah 100 percent. it's a little bit better of a nickname than tater tot like i feel like that's kind of a little bit demeaning like hey tater tot and then you're like no i'm tawny taters you get my name right maybe if anthony santander has a son or a daughter just call it tater tot hey there we go (laughs) it fits in right there it's right there in front of you tony tater tot jr here we go all hey, right. If you're called, if you're called Tawny Taters, you don't miss a pitch down the middle, and that's a pitch down the middle. That's true. That is true. Um, yeah, let's just not get swept, please. That'd be no. nice at home. No, I, I don't let's, think let's, let's win two out of one, uh, two out of three, and um, if you get the sweep, awesome. But I'm I'm okay with just winning the series. It's okay. I agree. I collect agree. the wins, baby. Yes. Um, reminder: If you're interested in advertising with us, be sure to shoot us an email to locked on rays at gmail.com or you can text the word advertising to 33777 all right that wraps up this edition of locked on rays now tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of locked on fantasy baseball hope you all have a wonderful day stay safe and we'll talk to you on wednesday